Now we're recording a podcast. Yay. Let's get rid of this. Because that's not a real so, show. So apparently the uh, the um, Tourette syndrome grandfather, it's, that's a um, direct result of the medication. It's a side effect of the medication for Alzheimer's, I guess. Hmm. It's Tourette's. Let's do this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start using that as an excuse from now on. I have Alzheimer's. Fuck your tit. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do that. I mean, you could have your whole life. That's true. I feel like with Frank, it would not make a difference. No. No. He'd get the exact same amount of leeway because people already assume he's kind of special. So, uh, welcome to the podcast. There's no intro because it's too long. So, uh, LAW Anthology Series Review, episode 80, Inside Number 9606, Last Night at the Proms, Phoenix West. Dick, dick, yeah. We did not watch uh, How Do You Plead, which is what was on the schedule, recommended by Jellier on YouTube. Instead, the file was mislabeled, so we ended up watching maybe the worst episode, definitely the worst episode so far, Last Night at the Proms. I wouldn't say it's awful. It's just it's very British, and I, I, it's very uh, inside baseball culturally, because this is uh, it's an obviously it's a Brexit episode. Yeah, yeah. Where it's it's the old school versus the new school, but the way that they're all portrayed, they're all miserable. So they're all like not great people, and the one person you kind of side with is the is uh, what's his name, um, the guy with the beard. I always forget their names. Uh, the 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 one that was married to the German. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's his name? That one. Steve Pemberton. That's Steve Pemberton. Okay. Because he was more or less kind of the only guy out of the whole thing that was a decent person. He just wanted to have fun. He was just having a good time. He was just there. So I, they're trying to say, like, I'm reading all these um, reviews for the episode, and a lot of people don't like it. They didn't want the politics in it. Some were like, oh, this is great patriotism, rule Britannia, all this bullshit. Because you can tell who's lefty and who's righty. But they're making fun of the whole thing, both sides. They're kind of making fun, but yeah, because someone was saying to compare it to American, it says, imagine if this was a Republican home and a, his, a Mexican came to the to the house, and that's like not even close to comparison, because that's not an issue in America at all, because that's not who the number one illegal immigrant is in America. Illegal immigrants are are new tech. It's it's it, they're all uh, um, uh, Silicon Valley workers. That's that's the most illegal immigrant. Is that? But you're not worried about them breaking into your house. Is the point? Well, I'm not worried about anybody except I'm for saying fucking homeless people. These stupid fucking people who who and think they're this white. way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I get where they're coming from, and it is the second coming. That's supposed to be Jesus. That's oh, the yeah. joke. That's the joke, and it's funny. It, it, it were it's I get it. it's funny, and it, and all the characters. It, it's a well acted episode. It's funny, but it is a little kind of too on the nose in some cases. I just found it a little aggressive with the music. It was so well, yeah. fucking loud that it ruined it the point. That it made it made like the, the they didn't have to write a script for this episode for the most part. Yeah, they wrote like half the script they normally would. But I guess a lot of these uh, reviews, though, some were saying this is the, this is like part of a downward spiral of last season. So maybe the last season's not so great. Oh, we watched Simon Says. That was this this season. The Stakeout. Oh, that was this last season. Never mind. Simon yeah. Says was this year. But Simon Says, but that was the... Um, that was the writing one. That was the writing one, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That was good, but you, I could see someone being like, well, that's kind of a mean 
spirited view on that, but on fandom, but it's still funny. It was still funny. It was still fun. And I love all the pretty, fake outs. And I was reading it was behind really the, fun. I read a yeah. behind the scenes thing about that where he was yeah. you know how we were like, damn, this is like scary because he's holding a pillow over his face. Like I guess yeah. Reese was like I like it was scary. I thought I was gonna die. And he's <laughs> like and he's like, I'm already, I'm hitting his chest, like let me up, but I'm I realized that's also the acting. Yeah. So he's like, I didn't have anything and luckily oh, I like shit. could turn my head enough to breathe. Yeah, oh god, that's yeah, that's scary. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's that's what I was all I was thinking about when I was watching that is, damn, I would not let another actor do that unless there's like really a way out, right? Yeah, or you gotta like hollow out the pillow or something. Yeah, that's... I don't know. Well, I think usually that there you have to be if you go on your side, you can have like an air pocket because you're not being you, you can't close it fully on the person's face. Yeah, but I mean it's acting. It's it's you could you could shoot it from an angle where you don't give it away. Yeah, you put it over their ear. But I yeah. guess in the heat of the moment, you know, what do you? Well, sure, yeah. But this guy, one out of ten stars. Please stop. <laughs> I don't have the willpower to stop watching a once great show that has been getting worse with every episode for the last three years. Please stop making these spares the shame. <laughs> last three years. The the our favorite episode is within the last three years, yeah. The Bernie Clifton dressing room of season four. Yeah, well, he probably they probably don't like it. it wasn't as funny. It was more true. We like it because it's more dramatic. I think, we're, and it we're was funny. The, it was funny, but it, it was more of a complete story that had a poignancy, and it wasn't just a comedy show. It was more or less about two guys kind of coming to terms with their mistakes, and it's just it was oh, more one about guy. life than anything else. Yeah, well, one guy, yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah, but that's kind of the deal. It's like that's what makes it sad is you have no way of saying I'm sorry or you know forgive me. I liked it because it was a deeper character dive. Uh, this one, yeah, is a is just like kind of like a, a a sketch. Yeah, it is. This is more of a, yeah. This is absolutely an SNL version of what's going. And again, it's political, so I don't like political stuff. I usually you know either side. I don't really care for it, but. Um, this guy really loved it. He gave it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> and this, in my opinion, one of the strongest episodes these two geniuses have ever written. This episode was not about the twist at all. In fact, doesn't really have one. It is revealed around the second third that Yusuf is the second coming of Jesus. Well, Yusuf is Jesus. But in the end, they kill Yusuf because of their pride, uh, their nationalism. Well, no, because the people that kill him were the anti-nationalists. Uh, that, so that doesn't make any sense. That's wrong. And he was killed by an old man, so the old generation killed him, not the new generation. So I guess the old generation would represent that sort of bigoted claw, uh, section of the voting block. Is that what they're trying to say? <sighs> but here's the thing. I don't care. Did, the ending is left ambiguous, which is a good thing. Did Penny commit suicide over her abusive husband? Was it all in Penny's head, or did Jesus forgive her after they, what they did? Those questions are up to the viewers. Which, again, maybe that's that's possible. That yeah. makes it kind of layered. I mean, it's a layered episode, but interesting. Like, I don't, I don't hate it. It's the weakest one. It was still well done. I mean, still funny and well acted, and it was you know, good stuff in it. But. Problem is, when you see him out, outside staring at nothing, and he starts to yes. come in the house, I was like, I, I guess this is where it was going to go. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to go to such extremes with Jesus and everything. Right. <laughs> as soon as he enters the room in white, I was like, all right, they're doing a Jesus thing. Yeah, the Jesus but, thing is a bit much. Yeah. But, but I figured well, it I would think, be someone gets killed. 
Well, they're, they're going off of the whole American argument rant, which is if Jesus was alive today, he'd be a Mexican immigrant coming across the border into Texas and he would be murdered by bigots. And it's like, no, no, that's not true at all. He'd actually be a hollowed out baby with drugs in it because they run drugs through children all the time. That happens. That's the evil nature of the, of the fucking, um, <laughs> of the fucking uh, drug lords of Mexico. They're not nice people. <laughs> oh, and by the way, we lost 30% of the children who came across the border. So, I guess they're dead or fucked to death. I don't know. So there's that. But we don't talk about that in the news. You just got me excited there. Oh, like I got two of them right here. Hi. <laughs> I, I I don't have much to say about this episode. I just yeah. Don't. I mean, it's it, it's just it's a political one. But again, I didn't I didn't hate it. I, I thought it was entertaining. But it's the weakest one we've seen. Yeah, I I give it a. I don't know how to rate it. Yeah, because this season, for season six, episode one was a 6.7, Simon Says was 7.8, Lip Service 8.4, Hurry Up and Wait 7.3, How Do You Plead 7.7, and Last Night the Proms is a 6.4. So yeah. I think 6.4 might be the lowest of the series. It would have to be. I'm looking at And right I feel now, bad for Jellier because we meant to do their episode, but yeah. something happened on my end with the labeling and just played the wrong episode. It just. Oh, well, and, and the winner is a 6.8. That's the second lowest rated. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, episode season two, they're all highly rated. Yes. Uh, season one, they're all highly rated. Yeah. It's got to be the lowest. It is the lowest. The, the, yeah. the, 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 pro, the last of the problems is the lowest rated episode. And I can see why. But they only gave Seance Time a 7.1. Seance Time was that. good, but not great. Yeah, that was about yeah on par with that. What does uh, Bernie Clifton have? It has a... Uh, I think it's got 9.2. 8.5. Oh, really? Oh, shit, is that low? That was higher than that. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, 8.5 is pretty good. I'd give this one a 7. Oh, uh, yeah, I think 7 is fair. As much as I'm, like, stalling and, like, uh, I liked it. It was just, uh, yeah. it had some flaws in it, and it was definitely the weakest one. It's the weakest one we've watched, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I do like the, the the mom. Okay, let's talk about that mom. Yes. Uh, Reese's, Reese's wife in this episode. It Was that Penny? She. Uh, the one that fucks God? Yeah. <laughs> she goes outside, Jesus. or she sees uh, <laughs> the guy on the lawn. She's like, hey, hey, hey. And she keeps going like, I saw you. And it should have been a hint right there. I saw you down at the church and I saw you down at, and like all this oh. stuff that she's saying that where she saw him was a clue. Like Who are you calling? Ghostbusters. Nobody. Nobody. I didn't say anything. Bitch. Say Ghostbusters. AI bitch. But then uh, she starts dancing. She's like, oh, here's what's going on. I don't want you to bring you inside though because my sister-in-law... Ah, it doesn't really like your kind of genre or something like that. <laughs> that was it. Your genre. <laughs> and then uh, the song she starts like... the nativity story? And then she starts fucking him on the porch. Yeah, she grinds his... I couldn't tell if she was dry humping his... or not. But then she like uh, reaches down and pulls... Yeah, she pretty much rapes him. <laughs> He's just like, what's happening? <laughs> and then the other guy rapes him again or, or fondles him, oh, yeah. which was hilarious. And that was all, all that was thrown in two last second for me. Yeah. Because five seconds earlier, they had that conversation where 
Reese Shearsmith's character likes to go to the, the gym because there's a bunch of hogs around or whatever she says. <laughs> a bunch of a bunch of hairy bumholes. Yeah. Hairy bungholes and and rods. We got Julian Glover, the old man over there, shouting out like Titty Fart. Titty fart. <laughs> come. Come cock. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like the the the, the uh, intellectual though is kind of the asshole. So he represents the left, and then the rights are just kind of just wanting to have fun. And she finds out she's German, but she doesn't care anyway. So it's like, I don't know. It's a mix. It's weird. It's a mixed message. Because I wouldn't say it's, I mean, yeah, it's anti-Brexit, I guess. But they don't like the other side, too. And the left, so the, the left found know. a loophole and wants to take what the, other, the woman has. Because they found a loophole. Right. Well, there you go. It's kind of making fun of the left. Yeah. They're 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 going to steal that house from her because of a loophole. So like they're just as bad, if not worse, than the other side. Yeah. Because they're going to take away what was what she thought was hers. So uh, again, like I, the message is just all kind of all over the place. I just think they're just they're commenting that maybe politics as a whole is just awful. Yeah. It could be that. And then religion gets know. in the way no matter what, and then <laughs> apparently you, you stab well, Jesus. I, well, I like that the part where the food is all made, like the dog eats, messes up the food, but then Yosef, you know, puts all the food out because he's Jesus. And that's what he does. He's the miracle caterer. Yeah. And that's what uh, Sam Kinison said. <laughs> I, love I didn't come down here to be Jesus the miracle caterer. Oh. I love the fact that after they kill him, because the whole before they kill him, they're like, he's like, oh, the, the spread is back. The dog ate the food. You saw that, and like, it's yeah, all yeah. back here. It's like, where did he make that food from? And then after they kill him, they wrap him up in the British flag, right? right, right. And then, uh, not the British flag, but the Union Jack. Union Jack. And then they wrap him up in that. And then, uh, they're kind of like the deed's done. He's in the back of the car. He's in the boot. And then uh, they're sitting there, and he's like, oh, by the way, I found out it was actually in the icebox. So <laughs> wasn't really a miracle. Um, and, uh, I guess I, I forget what else he says, but it's like, he explains everything away and she's just like, ah, okay. They just ignore it. <laughs> just sit there. They ignore the word. But yeah, I guess, but just when, when the old man stabs him, it's just, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Is that know, old I'm, England uh, killing anyone that wants to help? Is that what the, well, that's the thing? Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I guess it doesn't make any sense because. If they were going to go that route, wouldn't it be an Indian guy, not not uh, someone from the Middle East? Because England has more of a thing with the Indians than the fucking Middle Easterns. I mean, they they, conquer, they 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 conquered India. They didn't go into the Middle East. I mean, so I don't understand. I don't know. It's just whatever. I, again, I think they're taking the trope from the American version. If Jesus was an immigrant, he'd come you know into Texas and they. He'd get killed from the bigots. And here's the problem is be, luckily this is British because if it was yeah. the the southern lady and the Maybe Trump, so, Trump. Yes, but then that would drive me fucking Mega crazy ass. and I would hate yeah. this. So It'll I kinda of those, I yeah. get it why British people that give it a yeah. one. I get it. I totally do. Yeah. Because I, I if it was about Trump, like the new fucking Twilight Zone, the twenty twenty yeah, right, yeah, twenty eighteen right. one where they're like so on the yeah. fucking nose. I'm like, I yeah. hate you. Yeah. Like, just stop. Just tell a good story. So I could see yeah. that point of view. I just found this episode lackluster. I think it could have been better. It felt yeah. like it needed a couple more drafts. Not that I want to give them writing advice. Right, yeah. But. 
Well, you know, not everybody can have, you know, every episode a hit. It's just, you can't have everything be great. It's just the way it is. When you only do six episodes a year, though. Well, exactly. Yeah. But they've done a lot of good ones, so it's kind of hard to keep up on that. Maybe it's time to move on to another show. I don't know. Oh, I think it's clear. exhausted. Yeah. The the ideas. And it's, I mean, you know, you can only go so far. I mean, Twilight Zone, same thing. Rod Sterling didn't hit out of the park every time. No, they did too many, though. He did too many. Well, he scripts. did a lot. He wrote like a fucking. He he wrote like he smoked. <laughs> you know how hard it is to write two hundred scripts and smoke six million cigarettes. I've had seventy five packs and I'm not done writing that awful script about the the uh, comedy episode or the butt fucking the whole old truth. man. But the butt fucking old man, man. <laughs> with the little girl. Oh. I'm not done with that one yet. You find yourself a younger boyfriend. He didn't write that one, I don't think. But <laughs> oh, did not. Oh, no. probably a good thing then. You'll find the yourself fugitive. a younger boyfriend. Oh, I have a clip, but I got to. Sw- like I, I had to switch feeds to play it. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Might as well, right? So people understand what we're talking about. Yeah, it's gonna look different in the background because it's for a different show. But here we That's go. Fine. Uh, what's it called? Uh, oh. Because then I wouldn't have the fun of carrying you. And you'd get yourself a young boyfriend. I'm serious. You could do it, couldn't you? Well, perhaps, but... No, Jenny, I mustn't do it. Why? I'm talking about fucking her. <laughs> I mustn't do it. Why? Because I go to prison! I tell you... don't murder me! I tear you in twain. I tear you in twain and they gut me. They hey. cut me from balls to neck. Hey, t- oh. hey Tauras Owen Twain! <laughs> Sorry. Oi! <laughs> so, uh, in uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, right, yes. I did watch another 10 minutes of Mel Brooks's Dracula Dead and Loving It. Oh, my God. And didn't so laugh cool. and shut yeah. it off forever. Wow. So you're done with it now. So oh, I, I, I've already seen the movie once when, I, oh, when okay. it came out. Okay. Yeah. But I watched 10 minutes. We did our episode. And like the day or two after I watched, I was like, oh yeah, watched 10 more minutes. I'm like, fucking so bad. So bad. It's mm. like, it's not even close to funny. No. And to the point it's where I'm like, weak- I yeah. don't even know what the jokes are. Well, it's the weakest, it's the weakest Mel Brooks movie next to maybe the musical producers. Well, I'm like you already did Drac- or, uh, Young Frankenstein. Why go back yeah. to this Universal Monster well, movie? Well, it's money. It was just money. They probably yeah. paid him. They said, hey, we want you to do another comedy. Like, I don't really want to do it. I'm old. Just do it. We'll give you $10 million. Okay. I'd Can I get Gene awful. Wilder in it? Gene Wilder told you to go fuck yourself. He read the script. He said it was garbage, and he he pissed on it, and he gave it back to us. Gene Wilder pretended to be dead for 10 years to get out of this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gene Wilder's still upset about uh, what's her name dead, his wife. She's been dead for 20 years. Oh. Um, Gets him out of work. But then again, he did do Hear No Evil, See No Evil, so I don't know. Quality, Gene Wilder does not know. But again, they gave him that that uh, monster truck full of cash. That's what they oh, did yeah. with that one. This is shit. We'll give you $10 million. I'll do it. <laughs> sure, why not? I can I can I can hang out with Richard Pryor again. I I enjoy being with Richard. Might as well. I won't do this shit. <laughs> we'll give you five million dollars. Okay. Jeans there, awesome. Oh sure, we'll have a good time. <laughs> I love that cracker. Is Sidney Poitier going to direct this one? Uh, sure. Because <laughs> Sidney Poitier directed Stir Crazy, and he's also dead now. Yes, he is. R.I.P. He is a good man. I love. 
And I was hearing you talking about him because he's dead. And he was the one guy, he goes, you know, with interviewers, he was like, in his time, he was just like, don't talk about me being black. Just talk to me about being an actor. Yeah. Can we do that? Like, you just tell I'm a person. Let's just forget about my skin color. Morgan just, Freeman does the same thing. Yeah. It's like, who cares? Just talk to me about normal stuff. Like, why does this have to do anything? And he's right. It's like, leave Sidney alone. He's a great actor. I, talk about why he's performing in this movie. He's great. Well, I love it when they do that with uh, with actresses and actresses. Like, would you ask a male that? Would you ask right, an actor yeah, that? Yeah. And they go, and they're like, shut the fuck up then. Like, no, you might as well just say, what's your vagina like being on, on camp? Like, come on. Can I smell your panties? <laughs> yeah. But then Kevin Spacey asked that to every man, too, so I guess it works out. I want you to fuck me, Larry. That was Kevin Spacey. There he is. Kevin, Kevin Spacey, Spacey said, said that, yeah. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> so I gave it a, a I gave it a seven. What are you giving this? I did a, a seven. I, I think it's... I didn't hate it. I didn't love it, but it's still it was still funny. And I, the, the, hey, the acting is always worth watching. Yeah, seeing seeing Julian Glover say "cockfuck" or whatever <laughs> is funny. He goes, "Tits, tits, titty jugs." <laughs> at one point, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, but that's I mean, all he did. I'm like, why get Julian Glover for that? Oh, because Julian Glover probably was like, "I'll do that. That's fucking great. I'll do that." So his that agent. Funny. This is his agent. Talking to his oh, wife. Oh, and you can you can stab a Middle Eastern man. I'll do it. You can stab Jesus in the chest with a pitchfork. They missed okay. out on an opportunity where he, he stabs the Jesus. He stabs Jesus, and they went, "You chose poorly." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they missed. Ah! A, they missed an opportunity. And he flies back. And he has a Nazi <laughs> button in his coat. <clears throat> he's, got, he's got his Nazi Nazi button. Oh, great movie. I like that he hears a carpenter's cup, and he's like. Yes, this gold <laughs> goblet. Yeah, exactly. Well, she did it. Elsa Schneider I know, did but it. I don't know what you pick. That's it's fun. Yes, this is truly the cup of the King of Kings. <laughs> to eternal life. Oh, what's happening to me? And he turns into a CGI uh, as a puppet. Slow, oh, it was a slow motion or slow, uh, claymation. A, 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 yeah, claymation puppet thing. I don't know what. Yeah. Good effect. Yeah, it works. It's great. And then you get the it's Steven Spielberg, cool. drop a skeleton in the frame. Exactly. <laughs> Happens so much. Another wonderfully horrifying death for a Nazi. And then you get the... Just like Raiders. Yeah. Was, oh, the dust being, blows off the... Oh, yeah. That's great. That's a good movie. Yeah. Not Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. The fuck were you guys thinking on that one? I bet Dan Aykroyd was so trying to sue them over that name. No, he's trying to be in it because he was in Temple of Doom. He's trying to re- re- replay his character from Temple of Doom. Yeah. He, Hello there, Indy. Hello. How are y'all? Uh, oh, sorry, he's British. He's more Cockney British than anything. Yeah, his British accent was, was something. It was great. I guess uh, any, uh, Steven Spielberg owed him for 1941. Look, I'm sorry I almost killed your career, Steven, but can you put me in this Temple of Doom movie? This sorry. Is a cameo? You need to apologize for what you did to Belushi. <laughs> you think Spielberg gave him the dose, the loaded, the loaded eight ball? You think he sat on that for two or three years? I don't uh, think so. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, at the same time as uh, as um, Twilight Zone movie, so hey, it all works out. I think Twilight Zone movie was the year Belushi died. Didn't he die in like eighty three? Eighty two, yeah. Eighty two. March of eighty two. Oh, okay. I thought he died eighty three. Yeah. No, eighty two. 
Which is like fucking at 40 years. Well, I guess the Twilight Zone movie would have been like 81. Because uh, it, well, it, it, pushed it, back, it got right? put on hold for a yeah, while. For a while. <laughs> yeah. So that's what happens when three people get horribly butchered and murdered on, on camera. set. On camera. It's there. You can watch it. Oh, it's disgusting. Oh, I need to watch it. It's one of those things where I, I think I imagined it, and I'm like, no, I didn't really. Oh, I've seen it several times. Oh, there it is. It's. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's it's bad. He chose poorly. <laughs> God damn. Your stunt choreographer, stunt coordinator, and special practical effects guys were poorly chosen. So, last night of the proms. Is the proms yeah. a real thing? Did you find that out? Oh, no, yeah, it is. Okay. What, what the is fuck it. is it? Well, it's like the Grand Old Opera. That's why I made that. What the that, fuck that, is the Grand Old Opera? It's like that shit. It's like, uh, uh, I don't know, something like like when, uh, remember that, that show, um, oh God, what that fucking hick show that used to be on TV a long time ago. Hee-haw, yeah. Something related to hee-haw. That's Just where that you know one. my classes. I'm low exactly. class. <laughs> hee-haw! <laughs> I love that show. It's funny. What the fuck's hee-haw. the Grand Old Opera? Hee-haw! Oh, yeah. Well, no. Grand Old Opry is basically on the same level as Hee-Haw. I think it's like... Just a fancier it's version? Like, it, it's country, western, I think. Music, more or less. It's kind of... Um, the guy from Bur- Bakersfield, the country music singer. I'm try- I can't remember his name because I don't like country music. But he's an old school country guy from like the 50s and 60s. Oh, man. Uh, it, c- it's not Johnny Cash. It's more of the... He's more of like a Pat Boone-ish guy. But it's not Pat Boone. Like a Waylon Jennings? Maybe it was Waylon Jennings. No, because Waylon Jennings was the was the, the, the fiddler, right? And Waylon Jennings would have been still? way too high to actually do anything. So yeah. <laughs> his son oh, does shit. music, and his I think his grandson does too. Oh, country music. <clears throat> okay, so while you're looking that up, uh, the Proms, formerly named Henry Wood Promenade Concerts, presented by the BBC, is an eight-week summer season of daily orchestra, classical music, and Concerts and other events held annually, predominantly at Royal Albert Hall in central London. Founded in 1895. Buck Owens. Oh, okay. Merle Haggard. Uh, the Buckaroos. Uh, Dwight Yoakam can kind of be countered, kind of the same thing. It's called Bakersfield Sound. Okay, interesting. Yeah, because the Crystal Palace is in is in Bakersfield's Buck Owens Crystal Palace. That's where he used to perform. It's like a it's a museum and shit. Okay, last night of the proms. Many people's perception of the proms is based on the last night. Although this is very different from other concerts, it usually takes place on the second Saturday in September and broadcast in UK and BBC Radio Three. Yada 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 yada. Okay, I'm not gonna keep reading. It's really boring. <laughs> music. Nobody I, cares. Yeah, and the people who like this show, when they listen to it, they're probably all British anyway, so they already know what the fuck the pops is. Proms, whatever. Prom is I want to I want to say palms without the R. Palms. I want to say prom. Prawn. Last night of the prawns. Prom night. <laughs> oh, you late tonight, bro? Yeah. Last prom night. Prom night. Yeah, prom is very different here in the states, but it's just short yes. for promenade. Which also proms here, short for promenade. So it doesn't really help. So, we're done with this, right? Let's let's move on to Lee Martin's The Midnight Hour. The the thing we're all waiting for. I will say, how how do you plead? I was looking forward to that one. I don't know what it's about. I don't want to know. 
It was highly rated, so it's probably a good one. Yeah, and it was recommended, and the person yeah. who recommended it also recommended the Bernie Clifton. So I was yeah, really fucking it's, excited. It's very good then. Yeah, it's probably really good. And here we are, last night of the proms. I'm so sorry. It was a mistake. I had to fix uh, during the episode. I'm eating spaghetti uh, due to miscommunication yes, about when Lord. I wanted my spaghetti. <laughs> Not complaining. It was made for me, but it was still miscommunication on my part. Um, Egg noodles and, and ketchup. And then I'm sitting there. Yeah, Greek spaghetti, which is of all things, why? Pretty good. We weird eating it with pita bread instead of like garlic bread but whatever yeah that, that would be interesting it was not it was not not as good no peter bread, bread. You, not for that. Need that yeah you need that thick bread to sop up that gravy i don't know if you remember but when we were in film school i would go to that place the greek place it was in that little like weird vestibule thing outside the uh chinese theater okay i went to that greek place all the time and just peter bread is made to like slop up a bunch of liquid food and eat it that way Oh yeah, not well, spaghetti. Like, yeah. Oh no, no. Yeah, it's for hummus. Yeah. It's for you know chicken, uh, curry or some type of curry, something with like a gravy based, you know, tomato. Well, tomato based um, curry or whatever, um, the masala, Indian food shit. Yeah. But pita for spaghetti, it was no, weird. That doesn't work. That's no. weird. Didn't care for it. Uh, that's Mediterranean. You can't have Mediterranean. Well. Technically, I think Italian food is Mediterranean. Yeah, but so. it's it's totally different. Yeah, it's been Americanized too much. I think, uh, you know, it's like the pizza is different in Italy than it is here. Yeah. It's like you want pizza, there's just like that mozzarella on with with tomato sauce and bread and basil. Well, That's it. That's pizza. Fucking our pizza is like we have to load it with sixty five yeah. pounds of bacon exactly, and, and put yeah. put cheese grilled in, chicken with some barbecue sauce. We got to fill that crust with cheese and crystal cheese. meth, and we right. got to. It's fucking horrible. You fucking eat it. You <laughs> shove it in your fat fuck face. Nobody out pizzas the hut. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, hut. Out the hut. <laughs> Nobody job is the hut. Because you'll look like him eating that every fucking night. Anyway, um. Pizza the hut. Pizza the hut. Pizza the hut. Mel Brooks. Yeah. Full circle. There we go. That's a much better Mel Brooks movie. That really is. I need to watch that again. It's been a while. Uh, Spaceballs? It has my favorite Mel Brooks line of all of his movies, though. Which one? <laughs> He's like, find them. Comb the desert. And then Ugh. they cut back, and they're like, you find anything? He's like, no, no, checking in, no. He, those two black dudes pulling a pick through the, <laughs> the sand. They got their Afro pick. Man, the we ain't found shit. Genius. Just genius. <laughs> oh, God. We ain't found shit. Man, we ain't found shit. And that was uh, Tuvok from Star Trek Voyager. Yeah. That's the same actor who's just a bitter, bitter old man now. <laughs> I think he does, like, fan movies, and he's just miserable. Hey, I would be, too, if I was Tuvok. <laughs> just, like, just rest on your laurels. You got yeah. space ball money. <laughs> <laughs> One line. Just get All you got to do is go get that giant pick and go to conventions and have a picture taken with you and the pick. You'll make $25,000 cash in no time. Can you imagine? Yeah, no, but, I would take that picture with him. Oh, yeah. With that wow. giant Afro what's, pick. What's the letter. amount you would pay, though? Well, he'd probably charge his his uh, celebrity. It's probably about 120 bucks. His celebrity? Well, I'm being generous. Yeah, Maybe I'd say 80, 10. 80 bucks. 80 bucks. <laughs> 10, for 15 a, picture, a pop. For a picture and an autograph on the picture. <clears throat> because you know how much fucking... Aquaman charged at the convention? 200 
350 for an autograph, 400 for a picture. What about a picture and an autograph? Uh, seven fifty. Wow, well, no. I, I think it's about that much. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger charged like five hundred dollars. He was ridiculous. Like, hey, I don't why? blame him at this point. Who fuck cares? it. Well, yeah, but, but why would you want a picture with Arnold? Arnold sucks. I think at a certain point, it's I want less people around me. Charge a charge a thousand dollars. Yeah, but the thing was, he was fucking lying through the roof. Yeah, everybody pay, like people were gonna pay for it. But think they about how long to. that line would be if it was free. Oh, well, no one's going to do it for fucking free. That's what I'm saying. And it's all cash. All cash. Yeah. Cash only. That's what it said on all of them. Do you imagine? I mean, fuck. If you're in some shitty sci-fi show for 10 years, so, you're taking home what we're 25K. saying, if yeah. you want to rob a bunch of people, Comic-Con, that's where you go. Be an actor on some sci-fi show. That's all you got to do. Frank, we're almost done. No, he doesn't have headphones on. Frank just joined well, in. We'll, back. We're done with this one. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll move on. The next one. Yeah. So, worst episode so far. I don't can't imagine it's going to get worse. No, that's the worst one, so I think we're good. Yeah. We got that out of the way. The worst, if that's the worst one, I, I feel fine. Yeah, our bottom just cool. raised up a little yeah. bit. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That's a good thing. It, it's fine, yeah. Until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Dick, dick, dick. So long, citizens. The last night of the podcasts. I wish. <laughs>